0: Vegetarian Sayings of Jesus, today on Spiritual Awakening Radio, the latest installment exploring the vegetarianism and veganism of early Christianity. The previous program, the previous podcast in this series was about the vegetarian apostles of early Christianity, uncovering a vegetarian Jesus or Yeshua at the beginning of Christianity. Keith Akers writes, the very earliest layer of historical evidence about Christianity, the letters of Paul, the epistles of Paul, indicate that vegetarianism was a hot topic in the early church before the destruction of the temple, before the gospels were even written, and before theological assumptions colored later Christian histories, Paul is clearly enmeshed in a huge controversy over vegetarianism. The outlines of this controversy are found in Romans chapter 14, 1 Corinthians chapters 8-10, through 10, and Galatians 2 of his New Testament letters or epistles. With the early apostles, we find references like this, rather than operating some fish market still in Galilee after all of these years, we get quotes like this. John never ate meat. James, the brother of the Lord, lived on seeds and plants and touched neither meat nor wine. Of the apostle Thomas, it is said, he continuously fasts and prays, abstaining from the eating of flesh. The apostle Matthew partook of seeds and nuts, hard-shelled fruits and vegetables without flesh. And Peter said, I live on olives and bread, to which I only rarely add vegetables, How can it be that Jesus' own brother, James the Just, the apostles of the original Jesus movement that Paul was arguing with in his epistles, that date back to around 50 AD or so, could all be documented as vegetarians, and yet the founder of this new religious movement was a meat-eating messiah? If the founder of this group was pro-meat-eating, why was his own brother, the Apostles, and this Jerusalem community populated by vegetarians? The answer is simple and obvious, though it may come as a surprise to some not acquainted with this landscape of early Christian vegetarianism. The founder of the Jesus movement, Jesus himself, was vegetarian too. And that's why his followers were all vegetarians. And even some of those early church fathers, aware of the Ebionite Gospels, were advocating vegetarianism also, such as St. Jerome who once said, The consumption of animal flesh was unknown up until the Great Flood, but since the Great Flood we have had animal flesh stuffed into our mouths. Jesus the Christ, who appeared when the time was fulfilled, again joined the end to the beginning, so that we are now no longer allowed to eat animal flesh. Unquote. A pro-vegetarian early church father, St. Jerome, also known as Hieronymus, who apparently was acquainted with the Gospel of the Hebrews, the Gospel of the Ebionites, and the Clementine homilies, with this pro-veg view, point of view. A vegetarian saying of Jesus preserved in the old Syriac Aramaic manuscript of the Gospel of Luke, the Curitonian Manuscript that's even older than the Syriac Peshitta manuscript, one of the oldest of the ancient manuscripts of the Gospels, one of the earliest layers of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. In Luke 21, 34 and 35, it says, be on guard so that your hearts do not become heavy with the eating of flesh And with the intoxication of wine, and with the anxiety of the world, and that day come upon you suddenly, for as a snare it will come upon all those who dwell upon the surface of the earth. Another translation of that same verse from the old Syriac Aramaic now beware in yourselves that your hearts do not become heavy with the eating of flesh and with the intoxication of wine and with the anxiety of the world and that day come upon you suddenly for as a snare it will come upon all them who sit on the surface of the earth jesus luke chapter 21 verses 34 and 35 from the old Syriac Aramaic manuscripts of the Synoptic Gospels. Now, in other translations based on Greek manuscripts of the Gospel of Luke, we find something a little different. This is from the New Living Translation of the same verse. Watch out, don't let your hearts be dulled by carousing and drunkenness. And by the worries of this life, don't let that day catch you unaware, like a trap. The part about the flesh-eating is gone. It's not there. It's been de if you will. In the Greek manuscripts used for countless other translations of Luke, including most any modern-day translation you can find, the part mentioning the eating of flesh is no longer there. In the links below I have a link to an online edition of this old Syriac Aramaic translation of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, including the passage I read from from the Syriac Luke. It's in both Syriac as well as in English. Also in the links below is... The name of the hard copy of that book, of that translation. So you can check this out in either online form, download it as a PDF file, or buy the book, the hard copy book of this particular translation, one of the earliest translations of the Gospel of Luke in the Syriac Aramaic, which preserves this vegetarian saying of Jesus. Epiphanius, the feisty early church father, quotes the Gospel of the Ebionites and attributes these words to Jesus I have come to destroy the sacrifices. That's from Panarian 30, 16, 5. And quoting Jesus' rejection of the Passover meat in Panarian 30, 22, 4. And there are references to both of these, this reference to coming to destroy animal sacrifices, as well as abstaining from the Passover meal, or the meat part at least, to be found in the recognitions and homilies of Clement, the Clementine literature. The Ebionite or Hebrew Gospel quotes Jesus as saying, "I have come to abolish the sacrifices, and if you cease not from sacrificing, my wrath will not cease from you." Panarian 30:165. According to the Gospel of the Ebionites, Jesus also rejected the Passover meal, saying, "I have no desire to eat the flesh of this Paschal lamb with you." Unquote. Jesus Stopping Animal Sacrifice in the Jewish Temple of Jerusalem. As Keith Akers writes, the dispute over vegetarianism in the early church shows that the leadership of the Jerusalem church was vegetarian. The later history of Jewish Christianity indicates that Jewish Christianity was vegetarian and preserved this tradition of defending animals. Jesus' attack on the animal sacrifice business demonstrates that Jesus himself shared these views, unquote. That's from an article, Was Jesus a Vegetarian? by Keith Akers. More about Keith Akers shortly. From the Gospel of John, chapter 2, verses 13 through 16. When it was almost time for the Jewish Passover, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple courts, he found men Selling cattle, sheep, and doves, and others sitting at tables exchanging money. So he made a whip out of cords and drove all from the temple, both sheep and cattle. He scattered the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. To those who sold doves, he said, Get out of here. Most remember the part about Jesus overturning the tables of the money changers in the temple, but the carnistic pro-meat bias most of us have inherited from our culture makes it more difficult to get the full significance of the animal sacrifice prevention going on here, the freeing of the animals aspect of the story. As Cameron Pasha observed in his HuffPo article, Was Jesus a Vegetarian? In the Gospel of John, Jesus physically drives herds of animals out of the temple courtyard using a whip. It's an incredibly powerful visual image. Yet in all the years that I have listened to the story of Jesus at the temple, I have never heard anyone focus on this compelling scene. The overturning of the currency tables seems to be what is stuck in the Christian consciousness, and yet the most dramatic and chaotic event in this incident is clearly the freeing of the animal herds, Jesus from the Gospel of Matthew 9.13 Go and find out what is meant by the scripture that says, It is kindness that I want not animal sacrifices. Here Jesus was referring to the passage in the Hebrew Bible that was very popular with the Essenes, the vegetarian branch of Judaism that rejected animal sacrifices in the temple of Jerusalem and were vegetarians. Hosea 6.6 6, For I desire mercy, not sacrifice and acknowledgement of God rather than burnt offerings. Like their Essene ancestors and grandparents, the original Jesus movement categorically rejected animal sacrifices in the Temple of Jerusalem and were vegetarians. The author of the book of Revelation in the New Testament also denounced the practice of sacrificing animals in pagan religious rituals and the eating of meat. See the book of Revelation, chapter 2, verses 12 through 17. This view that pagans should also not involve the sacrificing of animals in pagan religious rituals and on holidays or in temples was also the view of the Pythagoreans, the great vegetarian advocates of antiquity, the followers of the philosopher Pythagoras, a known vegetarian of the ancient world. Back to Judaism, the history of animal sacrifice in the temple and the vegetarianism of the Essenes and early Christianity. The following paragraph is about baptism being instituted in place of sacrifices. Baptism is a word for initiation. It's from the Book of Recognitions 139 from the Clementine Ebionite literature vegetarian writings of early Christianity. He instituted baptism by water amongst them, in which they might be absolved from all their sins on the invocation of his name, and for the future following a perfect life might abide in immortality, being purified not by the blood of beasts, but by the purification of the wisdom of God." As the author of the article, A Vegetarian Jesus, observes, if Jesus is the new Adam, who returns us to the Garden of Eden, and if he is the Prince of Peace described in Isaiah chapter 11, who ushers in God's new and vegetarian vision, it would be inconceivable for him to dine on animal carcasses. And, in fact, the evidence is convincing that the historical Jesus was a vegetarian. There were many faith-based vegetarian Jews in Jesus' time for the same reason there are so today. They understood and continue to understand that God's ideal was the vegetarian Garden of Eden depicted in the book of Genesis and the peaceable kingdom of God described by the prophets. Hashtag assisting Isaiah. In the notes section below, I have a collection today of resources, more links than ever before. So if you want to avoid learning more about the vegetarianism of Jesus and the original group, Christianity Before Paul, the Jesus Movement based in Jerusalem, please don't click on any of those links or follow any of those links because there's a lot of information there. I have my e-booklet online, a link to that, Evidence that Jesus and the original Aramaic Christians were vegetarians, uncovering a vegetarian Jesus at the beginning of Christianity. You can read that online, download it as a PDF file, Kindle, or other ebook formats. Evidence that Jesus and the original Aramaic Christians were vegetarians, excerpts published in the Supreme Master Qinghai News, issue 110. I have a link to that. I have a link to the old Syriac Aramaic Gospels, the earliest known layer of the four Gospels. This amazing manuscript is online. I quoted from Luke, but there are other interesting passages and interesting differences to be found in this Syriac Aramaic manuscript of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John with English translations. And you can also see the Syriac dialect as well. I have a link to a Wikipedia entry about this old Syriac Aramaic gospel manuscript and the translators, some background information on this subject. I have uh, the name, I list the name of the translator and the name of the book, so if you want a hard copy of that old Syriac Aramaic gospel manuscript with its English language translation, You can get it in book form, in in a hard copy book form as well. I have a link to the article, Was Jesus a Vegetarian? The most excellent research of Keith Akers of the Compassionate Spirit website and author of two absolutely essential books on this subject. I mentioned those two books, Essential Reading. One is called The Lost Religion of Jesus and the other is Disciples by Keith Akers. I have a link to an article published in the Huffington Post by Cameron Pasha called, Was Jesus a Vegetarian? And a link to another article called, A Vegetarian Jesus, summarizing some of the key points about the vegetarianism of Jesus and the early Christians, the Jesus movement, the Aramaic Christians long ago. So check that out. And if you're listening to this podcast through some other means at some other venue where there are no notes or links below, just send me an email. I'll be happy to send you my collection of links. I'll probably even create a web page somewhere which has all of this material together. I can send that right to you. Uh, Also, in the links section below, I have a link to the section of my e-library where I keep links to sayings of Jesus from the earliest sources, sayings Gospel Q, Gospel of Thomas, surviving quotes from the Gospel of the Hebrews, Gospel of the Nazareans, Gospel of the Ebionites, and other vegetarian Gospels, uh, especially the Clementine literature in different translations, the Acts and teachings of the the Ebionites, Uh, That's all there in that section of my e-library. There's a link to that. You can check that all out. And finally, a history of human and animal suffering, the eating of meat. I have links to two recent articles that are very impressive on the whole history of suffering, self-inflicted diseases due to our improper treatment of animals and these have led to these uh, epidemics and pandemics and various outbreaks of flus over the decades, killing millions of human beings. Discussing the cause, in order to prevent this kind of pandemic in the future, we need to thoroughly review our relationship with animals, especially now that the number of animal diseases that are transmissible to human beings is increasing. And a link to a new blog by Keith Akers of the Compassionate Spirit website, who has a blog about this pandemic, saying this pandemic is a pivotal event, not just for vegans, but for everyone on the planet. There is no doubt that this pandemic is a consequence of our treatment of animals. I have a link to that as well. And as I mentioned, if you're not listening by way of YouTube and are listening through some other podcast venue and don't have any notes section below, I'll be happy to send this information to you. If you email me at this address, james at spiritual awakening james at spiritual awakening Radio. Dot com. Visit my website as well, spiritualawakeningradio.com. There is a donate button at the website to support this ongoing effort, this online and radio and podcast mission, spiritualawakeningradio.com, where you'll also find access to social media for daily spiritual quotes and other resources at the website. For Spiritual Awakening Radio, I'm James Bean.